Okay. And we are recording now. Mm. <laughs> Ooh, the glasses are coming off for this one. <laughs> Don't let them know. You're about to teach the children's. <laughs> oh my god. Heather. Heather is stealing my lighter. She's Get a away. thief. Like, I always think she just wants to be cuddled or caressed. No, she just wants to get closer to the things she wants to steal from you. Always the lighter. Always. It's always the lighter. No matter what shape or color or whatever, she wants it. She needs mm-hmm. it. She know. said it fits perfectly into my gremlin mouth. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> well. Heather was barking before this, so let's just hope she's not going to keep doing that right, Heather. Right, Good girl. You're going to ask for a hit of our joint before you bark, right? <laughs> right? Oh, my God. One time we were pretending that Heather was smoking. Just pretending. And just my vape pen. And my mom got so mad. Yeah. She my was mom. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> she treats her like her grandchild, as yeah. she should. Yeah. So this episode is a little different. We usually come up with topics that we want to talk about, you know, throughout the week before we record but we had an idea well actually we had no ideas that's the point (laughs) so we decided well why don't we just have a little smoke sesh and then see where our conversation goes that's how our conversations go from zero to a hundred in real life anyway you guys i don't know if this is going to be a shock to you but the things we put out on this podcast are it's literally our life like that's how we talk our conversations are always like this, and we don't take shit seriously. We try not to. Yeah, we try not to. <laughs> Let's light up, and then you guys are going to be taken over to the intro while we do that, and then we'll see you on the other side. Me too. It runs in the family, apparently. I just don't want to put energy. I'm just kidding. Yeah, laziness is probably part of it. (laughs) Well, it's 420 somewhere. It's actually 412, so we're not too far off. Last podcast, you could hear me constantly hit this dizzy. And my sister says that you couldn't hear it, but but I was the one editing it, so I could hear it. It was also between my breaks of talking, so I think it was just more noticeable to me, but... Here we are now. Now we're doing it intentionally. Intentionally. (laughs) So, (coughs) sign here, sign here. Not here. (laughs) Okay, so, tell me, sister, how are you feeling right now? Awesome. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah. Yep. I feel powerful. Nice. My state of mind is very peaceful at this moment. Okay. What about yours? Mine... Uh, I think consciously everything's peaceful. I'm not, like, stressing about anything specific. But I keep having bad dreams and anxiety dreams. And I think I'm just, like, worried about random earthly things. Like, like money and stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot better at coping with that type of stress. But every now and then, 
it hits me and I start to panic. And I just have to like remind myself that, you know, living on faith means just knowing that you're always going to be provided for no matter what happens, you know? Yes. We always have. So we always will. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like we're like being irresponsible and stuff like that. That's why I know it's anxiety, you know, because it's like I'm freaking out for basically no reason or something out of your control. <laughs> this this tastes <laughs> getting with dog. This tastes like lemon. It's supposed to taste like mint. Mint. Or maybe it's because I'm used to drinking mojitos and that's kind of like lemonade with mint. Anyways, but you know what I did? I think I'm intellectualizing how I felt. Like, well no. I think I right now I think what I did was not talk about how I feel necessarily because I'm feeling a lot of things okay but I think I'm just at the acceptance point so I feel at peace I love that yeah because I'm just accepting every inch of how I feel because it's all necessary so I just feel like if I feel sad <laughs> if I feel she is trying to get the light at her Heather Listen, last time you kept taking so much of our time, so much of everyone's time. We cut like five <laughs> times and put the music because Heather was interrupting. I know. But well, we decided to leave it in there, but not this time. We're not going no. to. That's the last time. You're a clout chaser at this point. Yeah. Go get your own podcast. <laughs> Do you want to go into what was going on? No is an acceptable answer. Yes. Okay. Then the floor is yours, mama. Oh, yeah, that. Oh yeah, if if I feel if I feel sad, I just I'm really trying to let it ride through me. I realize that that's not gonna be forever. Feelings move past you and through mm-hmm. you. And if I feel confused, I just let things go. Like I just let it go. I like stop trying to make sense of things. It's just and being intentional about noticing or about not letting the little things get to me. I guess. Mm-hmm. Being intentional about where your energy is going. Where my focus lies. Mm -hmm. Because I do have, like, these feelings I feel like I haven't felt before. So it's a little bit challenging, but... Like what? I don't want to talk about it. Okay. Everything is fair on our show. Like, you decide what you want to talk about and open up about, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Mm -hmm. So you're feeling more peaceful now. You're... It sounds like you're at the end of this, like, arch. (laughs) Like, whatever you were supposed to learn, you learned, and you're kind of coming down, processing it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and not letting my expectations get in the way of the lessons that I'm learning, you know? Right. Because, like, I do, I've gotten so many, like, messages from my angels and, like, signs that everything that's happening that has felt so confusing to me is happening for a reason, even though I don't see it right now. And that's having faith. Yeah. And that's on faith, baby. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying. <laughs> I hate not knowing. Yeah. And I, I but think... But the sooner we accept that shit... Yeah. The, the easier things will be. Like, I think it's like, I hate not knowing how long it's gonna be. You know? Like, mm-hmm. It's like, I know there's a... I know there's a lesson here, just like always. And that I'm gonna be fine. But when... When am I going to be fine? Yeah. <laughs> um, thankfully, that time has shortened as I've grown and learned how to cope with those feelings. And uh, honestly, a huge thing that's helped is like building an actual support system. 
like actually intentionally building a community around myself because that's one of my coping mechanisms now and it's a really strong one you know people that bring the out of the best in me and that cheer me on and remind me that I'm an amazing person like it definitely makes those difficult times just so much more survivable you know yeah definitely I think a huge coping mechanism a lot of people use is isolating yourself when you're going through things yeah and so it's like it I feel like it's what I need as well you know Mm -hmm. like I'm definitely that type of person Mm -hmm. but I do know when I need to text my friends and just or just like think about them because I definitely recently like I posted all these things on my story of like my friends and just like old photos of me (laughs) and it was just because I was going through like old photos I never go through my photos so you know I was just going through like the past year Mm -hmm. and just like it was intentional to like think about my friends think about people who love me unfortunately I'm not living near them right now you know and it just getting used to San Diego is something it's that's taking time so um so I do feel a little bit of like distance even though we're really not that far away you know yeah because like I'm going through my own shit over here and need to take my own breaks and like still hang out with people here mm-hmm. and then like text my friends and see when I can see them and stuff but my, whatever my point being that you're so right because in those moments when I do start to feel like really lost and hopeless almost I have to like force myself to remind myself that I do belong with like certain people yeah and that's like my best friends and I love that you have best friends like that's your core group Mm -hmm. anywhere your roots are right now um I'm so lucky is anything stopping you from pursuing roots here no because I think the people that have stuck with me who are my best friends it was so random so I think it just happens random randomly you attract people that are meant for you randomly and already I feel like I I have found friends that I can rely on, but I'm still getting to know them. Yeah. So these people I've known for years. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess the most important part about a relationship like that would be like trust. And you can't really build trust unless a long time has passed and you've shown that you are reliable and consistent and safe to be around. Yeah. Which I have felt that way about all of our friends. But you're right. But it's that's been a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's the variable. Right. Mm-hmm. Which I think is fair and valid. Like, people will betray you by accident. So it's just like, just, and it's okay. Like, people will hurt you by accident. It's about how they respond to it and how you're able to communicate with them about how they made you feel or how you make them feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think more than anything, um, you have to feel seen. People need to feel seen by their friends. Like, truly seen because it is so easy to still put up walls with people that you've known for years and years but you only let them see certain versions of you of yourself and I've I'm just that's why I feel lucky because I I definitely have gotten to that point with like three really really good friends and I just feel so lucky Mm -hmm. so abundant so abundant yeah because the love that we have for each other is endless so Mm -hmm. I feel really 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 blessed I want to go back a little bit because you mentioned that you prefer to meet people just by chance. Hell yeah, baby. So I wanted to just talk about my experience because I feel like there might be people who relate to me 
which is the fact that I realized that I actually enjoy put pushing myself outside of my comfort zone to find new people but I always thought that I didn't but that was my anxiety and depression it wasn't actually my personality so I thought that was my personality and um when I started to like get therapy and and start medication for my depression I just started to feel less like concerned about what could possibly happen like I have no idea how antidepressants work but I just know that my thinking just like improved and also I was getting therapy but I think both things really changed my life and then from there I just started to like put myself out there you know like on the apps like I know a lot of people have a lot of bad experiences on there and they're valid you know it it can get creepy and weird but for the most part my experiences have been pretty positive where like I've met like so many friends through the her app so many queer beautiful like people that I would never bump into out on the world you know um so it's like really opened up this huge door for me and like because I've been able to push through the fear of like being rejected or being seen as an imposter because that's another voice right that your depression tells you like oh you're you're faking all of this they're gonna catch on to you so that voice being shut off really stopped me from even caring if things went badly like like I seriously would be so scared to go to an event or a party because what if it's awkward or what if like I don't click with anybody or what if like I make an embarrassing joke and it's like now my thinking is always if it's like a shitty night it's still gonna be a story to tell and like I don't have to hang out with that group of people ever again I can leave whenever I want like just remembering my autonomy my power and being like if at any moment this stops being fun I can say no and just leave I just like if anybody out there is feeling really isolated and disconnected from community just remember that sometimes that means it's something deeper and maybe getting help is the way to go and you might be surprised with who you really are you know underneath all those toxic thoughts and unresolved trauma I really also want to just shout out our friends <laughs> I feel like we do this every episode but we're both water signs and we're both so like emotional and we need that so badly. we're not water signs we're our moon is in water our moon signs are water signs and I like to blame everything on that because honestly like yeah it's just easier that way (laughs) like oh yeah yeah I live in my fantasy every day like I literally write fan fiction now like just that's just such a dumb thing like (laughs) that I have to just blame on something (laughs) what am I gonna say like that's my personality well it's not a problem (laughs) you know that's the thing I feel like that's my own projection of like being this emotional and empathetic person that it just feels so heavy all the time and so I feel everything so intensely and so I just feel like because I get annoyed of that in myself I just assume that everyone thinks that's annoying over the top cheesy you know what I mean Mm -hmm. but yeah I mean it's not bad I am who I am I like what I like but uh, i will always point the finger at astrology because like because <laughs> <laughs> you're a libra cancer moon capricorn rising exactly so exactly exactly <laughs> and you have a virgo venus <laughs> oh, shit <laughs> that's true 
But here's the thing. It's not... I get it because I know. It's funny. Yes, we do use it as, as an excuse sometimes. Most of the time we're joking, but it's like it explains our reaction to things, not necessarily our actions. Like we're just talking about what goes through our head more than like what action we take. Because I think exactly. by this point we've, we try uh, to not be so reactionary because mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's the lesson of having a water moon. It's and so, so true. And so that's that. Yeah. So like that's a great way to put it. I feel like I want it. I've always wanted to have a nice clean way of explaining it but I think you just did which is like we're not saying that it dictates what you do with your life or what decisions you make we're just saying that it your mind that's how your mind is processing all the information in order to make a decision mm-hmm. you know and some people are more lo- logical some people are more emotional some people are uh, impulsive some people are very um, cautionary <laughs> And everything in between, and that's that's the fun about astrology. That and I think that's why we make fun of it. And sometimes, even if it is us using it as an excuse, it's us seeing that side of ourselves of like, oh, you, this is how you want to react. Yeah. But and yeah, a lot of times it does have to do with our sign. Yeah. And then we have the option to like act differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like identifying it. Yeah, we always have our free will. Like, it's just being aware of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, what are some bad things? Like, I feel like indecision is one that is given to Libras a lot. And I feel like, yeah, like I'll be in a moment where I'm like reading the label of every cream cheese flavor at the grocery store. And then I just like take a moment i'm like you're being a fucking libra right now you need to like hurry the fuck up you know and then i'm like okay and then i just choose whatever i want to give all of them a fair shot (laughs) (laughs) what if this one's better or or this one will feel left out yeah (laughs) i forgot to tell you i went on a date with somebody who's an aquarius and a capricorn rising i forgot their moon it's always Aquarius and Capricorn. Like what the literally, fuck? I feel like I feel like we get along because of it. No, I just it's great. Yeah. Yeah, like we're both sun airs and we're both Capricorn risings. And I That's just great. I don't know what's in the middle for them. I don't know what the moon is for them, but um I I just thought it was interesting. How how much of the astrology and signs and big 3 do you consider when you're like pursuing somebody? Probably all of it. But but, oh, no, actually, no, I'm not, like, immediately, like, show me everything, I guess. But mainly, I guess, your moon sign. That's the one that I'm, I always want to know. Yeah, because if you're being vulnerable in a relationship, that means you're probably going to be dealing with your emotions for the most part mm-hmm. in, ma- in your decision making. So you need something that's really compatible to your moon sign. Right, and I would agree with that, too. Because if you can't understand how each other feels... There's going to be a whole lot of confusion, mama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also, like, tried... I, it never really comes to my mind, actually, when we first meet to, to have to know everything. Sometimes when I see a certain behavior, I'm like, are you a this or are you a that? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, for the most part, I think it's, like, just getting to know them and then uh, asking them eventually. Yeah. Especially if you're, like, romantically interested. I do need to know the moon. I just want to know. I just need to know. Yeah. If someone's like, 
a sign, which I don't even know. Like, it's not necessarily, like, that there's a sign that I'd be like, I'm not dating you if you had that in your moon. It's more of like, oh, okay, this is what I'm getting myself into, you know? Or, like, if I wanted to communicate my needs to them, it might have to be done in a certain way so that they understand. I mean, ultimately, it's, like, about the connection, you know? It's not really about the signs, you know? Mm-hmm. So... Speaking of how I like to meet people naturally, I have recently gone through my manifestation journal and realized that I wrote something down about finding friends. And then immediately that week, that same week, I, we ended up finding like the two people that we're like really, really close to right now. Like the closest to probably. We met them. Oh, wait, let me. Okay. So when I was in New York City, I was, you know, having lunch out and about and I sat on a bench and I started writing my manifestations and one of the things I wrote was I can attract fun experiences with people who really care about me and yeah and I always like to put the date because for these for this reason because I can always go back and just like see like what has come true what hasn't or whatever what hasn't yet and I looked and it was within the same week like I think two days after I wrote that was the day that we went out to one of the bars here, one of the gay bars, and we met these people, these two girls at the bar. Evie had asked them something about their drink, and from then on, I was there, and mm-hmm. we just, like, haven't stopped talking since. Like, yeah. we just, like, have this instant connection and bond. It was really, yeah. really, really cool, and I do feel like we all care about each other, and it's, I love it. Yeah, it's so cute. I love it. Yeah, and also, I'm so fucking powerful. Everything I write down comes true. That's, yeah and that's really a great point because yeah like i can't think of the last time that i just randomly went out and then just like made friends with like amazing people like that seriously by chance yeah and it was like over a moscow mule i was just like oh is that a moscow mule that's my favorite drink and so i just asked and then christina was like yeah and then we just started talking and then yeah, and then I met Jules, obviously, but thank God, because I was nervous to talk to them because they're so beautiful, and I was just like, oh, what if they're rude to me? But going back to, like, the who cares? Yeah. <laughs> going back to the, like, if someone's rude to you, that says more about them than you. A thousand percent. I was just like, whatever, and turns out Christina and, and Jules are fucking sweethearts. My Most, heart just melts uh, every time yeah. I think about them. They both melt my heart, and they're, they're so down-to-earth, both of them, and, like, yeah. that's just harder to come by than you'd think yeah you know yeah i just always feel that from them yeah always and i feel like they feel that from us i hope so i hope so love you girls love you besties i'm in love with both of you (laughs) (laughs) we are living in the l word (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay childhood oh okay you want to go down memory lane yeah I want to know what you were like when you were 16. Me? Yeah. Oh, my God. Wait. That was a very specific era. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) Okay. I think it was, like, 2009, 2010. And I was angsty. Hell, yeah. And, like, (laughs) for reasons i had to be homeschooled like for some of my freshman year and so i had nothing to do other than school and the internet and so like i found a chat and like i made friends on the internet and like 
I hope they were all my age. I don't know. Looking back, it's kind of creepy. But I, I'm pretty sure we were all the same age because it was like a, a little kid website. Yeah. <laughs> uh, kind of like Club Penguin. But anyway. Say the name. <laughs> Say the name. <laughs> don't let it lose its power like okay, Voldemort. It's called Zinky or Zwinky. I don't remember. Zwinky. Oh, Zwinky. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. It sounds so stupid now, but back then it was a huge deal. It was. Zwinky it was this. Especially when you that. didn't. I didn't have real life friends. Like, yeah. I feel like I would have really, really gone more depressed if if I didn't have that. So, yeah, like, yeah, it saved my life. I love it. No, yeah, you, people had relationships. <laughs> I can't even say it. People had, people had relationships on there. People oh, were it was serious. You, it was serious. Like, you could dress up your character like a real fucking person. Yeah. And it was a little bit You know what that makes me sad? Why that makes me sad? Why? Because my avatar was always a pasty white. (gasps) No. I know. Not a pasty white. (laughs) (laughs) I think just, like, not the color of my skin in general makes me sad. Just, like, why? Why did I do that? Yeah. It was was in to be white. (laughs) But not no more. It was in. I mean, thank God. Thank God. Most people are mixed now. Most children are mixed. Mm-hmm. So we're and all the immigrant babies are like getting jobs at places, making changes. You know, our point of view is making its way up there. And I love it. I live. Um, what were we talking about? Fucking childhood, bitch. You know, when you say childhood, I was thinking of like little. Like when I was like nine or ten. I guess we could talk about that time. <laughs> it was like, yeah, when I was 16, I was seen. What do you want from me? I loved... That's what I want from you. <laughs> I, I would tease my hair. I would put like layers upon layers of hairspray to get that shit to stay up. And then I would like fry it with a fucking straightener. <laughs> the then... most teased hair look you've ever seen, mama. You had yeah. a lip ring. Oh, yeah. I begged my mom to let me pierce my my lip. And, you know, she did not like that. We it was it was it was a lot of begging until she allowed me to. Um, yeah. And then I felt like such a so badass. You could panic at the disco. Oh, yeah. Panic at the disco. Um, <laughs> taking back Sunday. Fall Out Boy. I mean, the ones that like I was really, really emotionally attached to was like Papa Roach. <laughs> Yes. Paramore, Tegan and Sarah. Hell yeah. Those so were like my shit. So angsty and so gay. I'm like, so I was gay. obsessed with Tegan and Sarah. And I was like, I'm not gay. I'm not queer. I'm straight. I'm just obsessed with these two lesbians. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I just read like fanfic about them on Tumblr. Like, but I'm not gay. I'm not queer. Oh, that's funny. You're writing fan fiction right now? <laughs> I actually don't want to talk about that. <laughs> and you have a right to. Thank you. <laughs> Mind your biz. <laughs> I'm really worried about my tooth, but I don't want to talk about it. Okay. To <laughs> uh... keep that <laughs> a little. T- no. Okay. I literally <laughs> said, universe, get rid of the things that don't serve me anymore. And they said, period, say less. Let me take out this too, <laughs> bitch. The universe knows best. I mean, they said, that's not going to fix, bitch. How about you go get your tooth fixed instead of spending all your money on weed? <laughs> 
I am not going to question the universe. <laughs> yeah. Go off. If they want me to pay for my tooth, they should just give me more money. <laughs> Plain and simple. <laughs> I mean, that's that's real life, baby. Yeah. If you're poor, just stop. Stop being Just that. stop being poor. Just, like, ask for more money. Yeah. There you go. The middle class does exist. So We're just not stop gaslighting being poor. It's been there this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, you know, this is the memory I want to talk about. Let's okay. just cut to the chase. Just cut to the chase. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The story I want to talk about is when we, when my grandma lived in Costa Mesa, in Costa Mesa. What the fuck did I say like that? Can we watch a movie and eat food after this? Yes. Great. So, we live, okay, so we lived on Victoria Street. And then my grandma lived near College Park Elementary. Yes. Um, yeah. You remember that house? Yes. The front door was like a half door, so you could open just the bottom part. Oh, and yes. You remember yes. that? Yeah. yeah, I do. <laughs> it was a really like old, cute house. Yeah. Anyway, so we would play in the backyard, and I just remember us playing this one very specific game that we just made up, which is like just the beauty of being a child, you know? Like putting chairs into two aisles and then pretending it's a plane and then like <laughs> and the reason that would work is because like our family has a lot of cousins on it like my grandma would take care of like six to seven kids like every day in the summer <laughs> six to seven kids <laughs> and like six to seven dogs <laughs> because one of the dogs kept having puppies and shit but but I remember us like each holding a dog and they're all like chihuahua mixes. So it's like all and all these different types of variations of a chihuahua and we're all just these kids holding one <laughs> on an airplane, so quote funny. unquote. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like some of us were cousins, some of us were just like people like other people's kids sometimes yeah. or like they would just like introduce us to other kids and be like they'd be like now go play go yeah. mingle go be best friends for life and we would and we would and then they would rip them away from us i know we i haven't seen alfredo in like alfredo! 20 years where is he <laughs> alfredo we, we met alfredo one time and where we never did he go talking about him <laughs> memorable as fuck let's talk about that well, okay. we did with them. Well, he was the son. Oh, no, no. He was the brother of my uncle's friend. Yeah. And so, like, my uncle's girlfriend arranged for him to come and hang out with us. Yeah. And she was going to drive us around and shit. Yeah. Like, she was, she struggled to have kids for a long time. And it was known, like, she would talk about it to our family and stuff. So I feel like she embraced having us all in her car and, like, you know, mm. like, taking us around and yeah um, like a lot of my those memories at that time only involve her because we did so many things with her yeah like new things yeah yeah it was it was pretty cool she invited alfredo to hang out with us and so though i mean i don't remember the whole thing i just remember being in her car she like drove a i think it was a tahoe and so we were all just sitting in there while she went to the bank or something and we were blasting disco music <laughs> and like all of us like all six of us because no it was seven of us right seven of us all seven of us are like just dancing having fun like literally <laughs> i don't even remember the details 
It was just so fun. It was, we all were being so quiet, so serious. And then we all of a sudden started like screaming, laughing, singing, jumping, making like the car like shake from like how loud we, and we turned it all the way up and shit. But what I remember from Alfredo is that we would, they were just so down to clown. Like they would do whatever we would all say and like joke around with. Like, like they would do it on their own free will. Like we were all like oh go steal we went to a car wash and we're like oh go steal those donut holes like that box of donut holes and what they did was they got the donut holes they got a napkin they put two on the napkin and then they set the napkin in the place of the box of the donut holes and they took the whole box it was hilarious and there was a line behind them yeah it was (laughs) He was this, like, eight-year-old fucking kid. And there's, like, a line of adults behind him. And he leaves two donut holes and, like, takes the whole basket. Yeah. That was so iconic. And we all were, like, dying laughing. (laughs) (laughs) This was, like, at a, like, dealership or something. Like, our aunt was running errands. (laughs) Literally. We were just waiting around. Yeah. (laughs) But point being, we just saw this kid, like, one time. And we got so attached to them because they were so funny. Yeah. And we never saw them again. No. And we all asked Esther, that was the name of, that's the name of our aunt, um, to make us a copy of the CD, the disco CD, because yeah. we, like, we just all wanted to relive it. So, yeah, she made, like, seven different copies of the no CD. No way. That's so <laughs> Well, cute. we all got one. And then... Yeah. I totally forgot that. That's and so I think cute. that Christmas she gave us boom boxes. Esther yeah. is so cute. They were so like generous and mm-hmm. with their time and energy and money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was nice. A little traumatic at the end. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's not that deep. Like yeah. she and my uncle broke up. Things happen, it's fine, life goes on. But being a kid, mm-hmm. you're like, where did my aunt go? We would also create uh, choreography for songs. Like, speaking Fun. speaking of the disco CD, like, we would play the shit out of that CD and, like, just, like, make dance moves for it. <laughs> I don't remember it being to that specific CD, but I do remember us doing it for, like, a bunch of like Disney mania, like Disney yes, music. Yes, that too. Yeah, we really like to dance and sing. Like my grandma a performance. Would, a performance. Yeah, my grandma would bring out a stereo into the backyard of that same house, mm-hmm. and we would just play music outside. She was like, "Whatever gets you guys to Literally. shut the fuck up." <laughs> Literally, and I don't blame her. Seven mm. kids. Yeah, she was like, "Go off, go off, live your dream, live your performance, <laughs> yeah, yeah. live your fantasy, your <laughs> artist." fantasy you know yeah it was fun we had like a little table under a tree and we made up a club do you remember that i do <laughs> what do you say i'm like, like that? let's not talk about the club was, i'm just kidding the club, yeah is that no a bad the club memory? continued for the rest of our lives i think yeah we're still in the club we're still in the club yeah it's four of us the original four the first four grandchildren are girls yeah and that's the four of us were really close. Because we were born similar ages. Like, my I was born, and then my cousin was born a year later. And then six years later, Cindy was born. And then you were born 
what, like six a months year. later? A year later. Oh, no, six months. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Cindy, are, yeah, Cindy and I are way closer in age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we basically grew up together because we were the same age. We would do things together, go to water parks together, whatever. Um, and it just do feels like they're our sisters. Together. Yeah. yeah. We got babysat at the same times, like spent summer together. It really is like they're our sisters. Like yeah. I feel that for them. Yeah. I love them so much. No, they're, they were our sisters in our mind. And Kim, she's the one that was born a year after me. She's pregnant. Pregnant. They were so excited for her. The first baby of oh. the family. I made to cry. Like, literally. I can't I believe it. it. Like, oh, my God. We're going to be aunts. I really want to visit her in Arizona. We are. Yeah, we're going to. Like, I just, I live so far away from her, and I love her so much, and I just want to at least be a part of it and support her in any way that I can. So we're definitely going to make that happen. And it's just exciting. Like, oh, my God. We're gonna People are going to start having kids all around us, and I, I live for it. I love little kids. Like, I love the innocence and the playfulness and just, like, the... I like kids, too, but then sometimes I'm like, fuck them kids. Because <laughs> I, sometimes I just don't have patience for myself, and I that means no patience for you. <laughs> yeah, so... Having Heather is enough. I can agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like moms do way more than what we do with Heather, but we don't have as much patience for Heather than than you would need for a child, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Remember how my grandma would somehow mm-hmm. always find, like, random old VHS movies that, like, no one knows about? Like, it, for example, there was one about a, a, a babysitter that would, like, show up to the kid's house. It was, like, Mary Poppins, but... Yeah. Um, but it was... Obviously, there was just a different song. I've been looking for like that, that movie forever. Oh, my God. You should describe it. Maybe a listener has seen it. There, It, it starts with, like, raining. Yeah. And, and then, she comes in flying from an umbrella. She has, like, a raincoat. Yeah, like a bunch of raincoats. Oh, so when she gets in the house, she starts to take them off, and it's, yeah. like, a bunch of raincoats. Right? Yeah, I think so. And then she goes to the bathroom, and then there's, like, this song about taking a bath. I remember that so well. Oh, my God. There was multiple of those type of movies. That we like... were watching, like, Titanic at the age of Oh, yeah, of five. we would watch Titanic. And then there's, like, just weird kids' movies. Indie, if you will. Like, they never made it to the movie theater. <laughs> Things that would give you fever dreams. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My brain is mush. I feel like... This is the result of just, like, smoking and smoking. Yeah. It's just my brain is too lazy at this point. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's fair and valid. I feel like we've talked. We've said our piece. (laughs) And I live by that. (laughs) (laughs) So we can just fuck off. It's been nice. It's been cool. It's been real. I hope this was all somewhat cohesive and you enjoyed us just prancing around in our little brain um i feel like it was a great episode i really do yeah and remember who cares who cares who gives a fuck it's it's our show we can do what we want exactly (laughs) high five sis love you love Love you guys love you guys